Well, if you're just tuning in, my name is Kat. I'm the digital marketing director here at Marketing with Wisdom. I'm joined by our founder and CEO, Wisdom Moon, and today's very special guest, James Stockstill. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) having me. (laughs) Of course. We're so glad that you're here. I guess um, for people who haven't heard of you, just give them a really brief synopsis of who you are, where you are, all that. Yeah, for sure. So I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the bayou. Um, I am a part of Bethany Church here. Uh, My family started the church in 1963. Uh, My papa started it and then transferred it to my dad, who pastored for 27 years. And then he turned it to my brother in 2011. Uh, So we're a multi-generational ministerial family, which is cool. And uh, I've been overseeing our worship ministry here for four or five years now. And I uh, love music, love making music, love church and church worship, that, that whole thing. So That's yeah. awesome. So, James, I have a question. Did you ever think about doing something else? <laughs> or was, like, the path so clear to you, like, I'm doing church ministry? Um, I, like, people have told me that when I was 11 or 12 that I had told them that I was going to be a pastor. I don't remember saying that at all, um, but I guess, I don't know. That was kind of part of it. I've thought about doing other things, things that sound really funny now. Like, I can't believe I even thought that. Um, we got to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At one point, I thought I was going to be a hairstylist. Oh. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that, so I can't share that with you. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm really into fashion too, so I thought I was going to mm-hmm. into that scene and stuff, but that didn't work out. Well, wow. We're glad that it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be a good hairdresser. I don't, how do you know until you've tried? You know what I mean? Well. I mean, you've got kids though, so maybe you have tried at this point and you know. I let my wife handle all that. I don't even try. <laughs> Well, and for a while, I guess for people who may not know, too, your brother was in a band, and that's sort of how you got your start in music, right? Doing stuff with them? Yeah, I I took, you know, funny about my family, my parents made all of us pick an instrument at a really early age, so around four or five. So for some reason, I chose the piano, and I took lessons for probably 12 years, uh, classically, and... um, after you know a certain period i started playing backup keys for jonathan and deluge and that classical to church music shift was really hard for me um so it took i it took a while for me to learn and like uh kind of break out some of you know like in a lot of ways classical is so rigid and getting to where you're playing by ear and um even though I was inclined to that stuff, like doing it consistently can kind of be like breaking out of the box, but mm-hmm. I fell in love with it and uh, did some traveling with them. I got the opportunity to do some, when they were touring, do some dates with them and yeah. That's really cool. Did you feel like, I just have heard a lot of people who are classically trained say this. Did you feel like you were constantly battling, like trying to do less in church music, because it's like, it's just less. It's chords or, you know, sometimes a lead line. But in classical, you're like, you're the thing. Or you're just covering so much ground. Well, like, classical, you have a an outline. It's like, mm. this is what we're doing right now. 
and church, especially my church was real. Like we did a lot of gospel music and a lot of it was improv, uh, things like that. So there's no script. It's just like, Hey, you know, your stuff. And if we go somewhere, you're not expecting for us to go, like you go there and be confident. So it took a while for me to like, enjoy that side of it. But now I love it. Hmm. That's awesome. So tell us about uh, Bethany music and you know, what, your your role is and also kind of you know what the vision is uh for bethany music yeah so i would say back in 2016 i went to a, a bethel music conference in los angeles and i felt like during one of the sessions that night i was in the microsoft theater and i just felt the lord saying like so clearly like i want to i want to use you to do something like this um mm. in baton rouge and I've always felt like um, our church has a special anointing for worship. Um, you know, music has always just been, that's how the church started. Like it was just built on freedom and worship. And uh, there's just been so many words spoken over our church through the years. And I don't know, I've just, I've always felt like there's something special about here. So that word that night like resonated with me. Um, and so I talked with my brother about it when I got home from my LA trip. And I was like, I really feel this in my heart you know what are your thoughts about it and he's like that's been my dream for years mm. and uh so that was cool we kind of had a heart to heart where it was you know we were vision wise on the same page and uh that's kind of where bethany music was born you know up until then bethany has kind of been uh, synonymous with jonathan's name it's like bethany and jonathan stockstill music uh, so Bethany Music was kind of a step in a different direction that's like, you know, Jonathan's just a small part of what we're trying to do now. Uh, so the, the big goal and vision is that Bethany Music is not only a, a, a place that resources church with music to sing all over the world, but also a platform for artists and other people to come and be a part of and stand on. Um, that's a big passion of mine is that artists have a place where they feel like they have a platform, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess in a very short synopsis, that's kind of how Bethany music started. That's what's going on right now. This music, uh, you guys know, cause you're in the thick of it with us. We're trying to do more music than we ever have before. And it's just been, it's been crazy, really fun. Uh, we're definitely in the growing stages, baby stages, trying to figure how to, you know, build this thing. So. Mm. Yeah, somebody on here is saying Bethany Music Worship Team is the very best. <laughs> What's up, Erica? Okay. <laughs> He's on the front row every week. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess, too, something, James, um, I feel like I get asked a lot, maybe just because we work with a lot of churches, too, who are kind of where you guys were in 2016. Like, they're just getting ready to go down this path of – what does it mean to like empower our own worship leaders or artists to make music here in some capacity or on their own? And what does it mean to build something for them? How did you guys decide to kind of go the collective route where you're going to have big releases from Bethany music, but you're also going to be supporting individual artist releases? Like, can you talk a little bit about how you guys decided that? Cause I genuinely get asked this at least probably once a week from people. Yeah. Well, the tricky part, I guess, to really think through is like, do you have a platform for people to stand on? You know, mm -hmm. like if our 
if our church wasn't recognized in any way or we had 200 people that liked our music, that's not really a, you know, a platform for anyone to stand on. So I think if someone desires to pursue that, I would say more than anything, focus on promoting building your church. Cause at the end mm. of the day, like everything should point back to the church and the ministry and, you know, the people who are really funding the vision. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a big part of it. I think for us, the desire to give other artists a platform was we've had people who've been here for many, many years who have just like faithfully served. They're incredibly talented and uh, they have that desire in their heart. Like, this is something I want to do. And for us, you know, it's like they could go somewhere else and do it or mm -hmm. try to make it happen or on on their own or we could buy into what God's placed on their heart and really help see that come to fruition. And that's just such a cool feeling, you know, to have an artist who desires to do that and then to have an outlet, you know, with a family here that really supports them, loves them. So I guess that's kind of how the conversation we'd been, all we had done was church records up until this point uh, outside of Jonathan's music. And we have all these crazy, amazing people, people y'all haven't even got to hear yet, you know. And Yeah, that's really cool. And I, I love the idea, too, of, like, making space for creatives to feel ownership and champion, championing them in front of their own people, you know. It's really cool. Yeah. So you guys put out your first project as Bethany Music, or I guess was it Bethany Worship at the time? Yeah, so we did have a little bit of a name change happen there. Uh, we did two records, technically, as Bethany Worship. I mean, we're talking semantics now. That was uh, Saturate and uh, mm -hmm. When You Move. And then in 2018, we did our first uh, studio record, which was a big step for us as Bethany Music because that was not like church setting uh you know, live scenario. It was a studio record. There's a bunch of different voices. The songs are a lot more, you know, there's there's two or three that would probably get done in churches. Some, many churches have grabbed onto them, but a lot of it's just like listening. And uh, that was an interesting step for us because that was just like, uh, hey, creatively, this is kind of who we are at the moment. Um, and that whole process was fun. I'm a studio guy. I, I love that whole side of things. And that was the first project I ever like spearheaded. Um, so that was, yeah, 2018. Cool. So having been in this for a while and now, you know, really in the beginning stages of launching uh, the music side of your church and launching artists, are there things that, maybe you can share with people that are kind of in the beginning stages of it and maybe even you know as a church they're having these discussions of how do we launch you know our own brand or you know uh release our own music are there things that you could share that maybe uh would help other people uh not make the same mistakes and you know avoid the pitfalls <laughs> um I would say one, like if you're, uh, maybe I'll speak to like worship directors, maybe if you have it in your heart to do that, really to connect with your senior pastor and make sure it's mm -hmm. something that they have on their heart to do as well. Uh, there's a lot of, 
you know, there are people out there who have these big visions in their heart and it might not be the vision of the house, which is determined by the senior pastor, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that could be unfortunate in some cases because, you know, you feel like you're stuck. But I promise you, the most important thing you can do is make sure you're on the same page with your pastor and that he's bought in. Because if he's not bought in, ain't nothing happening, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would mm -hmm. say that's a big step. And then number two is like, everything is about songs. It's not about like how cool you can make your branding, you know, the name you can come up with, anything like that. It's all about what songs are coming from this house. Mm. And are they songs that people can really grab onto and connect with the Lord? And, or, you know, I would, I would say focus heavily on just writing amazing songs. And mm. that might mean that you need to look, a little out past your own team currently and bring in some people who are professionals, songwriters, make some connections and like start that way. And then gradually, some people feel like they have to start with the team that they have and songwriting. And the truth is, is not everyone is an amazing songwriter. Like mm -hmm. we have amazing worship leaders here on staff that aren't the best songwriters because it's just not a gift of theirs. I think everyone can do it but there are people who have the gift to write songs. So don't feel the pressure to have your team be like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I, I would say those would be two big ones. Make mm -hmm. sure it's not just your heart, it is the heart of like what the church actually wants to do. Um, and maybe, you know, some people find themselves in the scenario where the pastor's just like, yeah, that would be awesome, you know, if we can do that. Uh, I'm blessed because my brother is a, he's a worship pastor. You know, he still does worship. He loves worship. So he's like a hundred percent bought into what we're trying to do. So. Mm -hmm. Well, and that totally makes sense too. Cause I mean, you're talking about an organizational structure too. And if everybody's not bought in and if God hasn't put that desire on everybody's like heart and lips, then where does it go from there? You know, right. so I think that totally makes sense. And I think too, you kind of even touched on this, but if God reveals something to you, that's truly for your house, your organization, he's going to reveal that to those other people who are needed to help build that, you know, as well, because it's all for him, for his name, for his glory. So he's going to establish those paths, not us, which I feel like can just be affirming. Like when you went to Jonathan and he was like, this has been my heart's dream for forever. Like that was probably so affirming for you to feel like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Makes sense. Um, and it's, you know, constantly questioning, like, are we really, are we trying to build, you know, for us, is Bethany music the end game? Like, do we want people to just know about Bethany music or do we want people to be impacted in their spiritual walk because of something mm. that we're able to provide? And there's always that, inward questioning like why are we doing this mm. um what's the purpose of this project and uh i think that's a healthy thing to come back to constantly yeah mm. for sure yeah um i was actually sharing with a group uh i think last week the tension i feel like there's always this tension when you're doing music for ministry between strategy and ministry you know and like what god's maybe leading you to and you know you have to really approach everything prayerfully and know that what you're doing is what really like god's calling you to do um 
and also balance that with like stewardship, you know, because uh, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a church or an artist, it's easy to get impatient with things and want to just release things or launch things uh, without a really good plan or strategy. And sometimes maybe God calls you to do that, but a lot of times it's also stewardship to, you know, make sure that you have all your ducks in a row and you take care of all the logistical things and have a really good plan, you know, before things launch. Um, Because, yeah, it it is about impact and it allows you to impact more lives, you know, if you're doing it intentionally. That's where you guys come in. Right. <laughs> yeah. exactly it. well i guess kind of changing gears but i really want to make sure we touch on this you just put your own project out first one first one ever first if i'm one saying ever. that correctly and it is a pop masterpiece oh wow. i don't think that's too strong <laughs> i really don't but um do you want to tell everybody a little bit about how you know by day you're sort of James Stockstill, like corporate worship, you know, facilitating, spiritually guiding a lot of other leaders and stuff. And then how you get to to the point of being like, I think I want to make pop music. You know, like, where does that desire come from? Well, like, it's a long story, but I, I feel like inwardly I've I've really just struggled a lot with having the desire to want to do something, but being just so fearful from moving into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year when we were kind of talking about all the artist stuff, I just like, I forced myself to express that, like, I am going to do this because if I don't, I'm going to just keep regretting it year after year. You know, this is something I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I made that decision at the beginning of last year uh, to just really start working on stuff, pursuing stuff for myself. I, I had put some songs on some of the previous records that we did, and they were always, mm-hmm. like, definitely different sounding. Um, but with this, I was like, I want to do everything, the production, the writing. Like, I, I want it to just be me. So I just I got in here in my studio and started cranking stuff out and just took the limits off. Like, if I was going to create anything I wanted without anyone else speaking into it, what would it sound like? And I think the songs that came out were just that, you know, like I, I normally if you sign with a label or something like that, you kind of have someone guiding you into, hey, this is what we feel like fits you. But I was able to do that for myself, which was, I don't know, it was a really fun process. Mm-hmm. A lot of self-discovery. Yeah, that's just how things came out creatively. The question Oh yeah. I think if you haven't listened to it, head over to Spotify or Apple Music and type in James Stockstill. Also mm-hmm. YouTube. There's a great mm-hmm. video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You gotta check it out. Yeah. That's right. And you can check out all the Bethany Music stuff as well, which you guys have some pretty recent releases on Bethany Music's pages over on Spotify, wherever you listen to music. They have a great YouTube channel too. Yeah, and a lot more coming, so. It's great. We love to hear it. Can't wait to see it. But James, (laughs) thank you so, so much for stopping by today and taking the time to speak with us and to share so many of the things that you guys have learned along the way and to just be open and honest with people. Um, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Erica wants you to sing How You Love. (laughs) Eric, you can find me on Sunday. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
But thank you, everyone, for watching. We will be back right here, same time, same place, next week. James, thanks again. Everybody be sure to check out Bethany Music and James Stockstill wherever you listen to music, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. See ya. Thank you.